do it. Cool. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to New Talk Radio. This is episode 82, I want to say. Sounds about right. Yep, looks correct. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, I'm your host, Joshua Osborne. With me here is Teague Anderson. And Teague, how you doing? Just fine, thanks. And yourself? Great. I am uh, very good. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm work- working my way through the final final Christmas push of work. Mm. Trying to wrap wrap it all up with a nice, nice little bow. Get things ready to have a nice, uh, ideally, full week off. Would be great. Yep. Uh, maybe even more. God, God, you know, who, who knows if I'm mm-hmm. lucky. And uh, yeah, that's about it. I mean, uh, you know, life is uh, life is good lately. I mean, uh, I, I think I, did I talk about my my Star Wars D and D session with uh, my brother last time? I believe. I think I did. Did we? Did, have we played when I t- when I talked on the show last time about it? Because I played with them one session. Maybe not. That might have been. Yeah, that might have happened between. Hmm. Yeah, that might have happened between. Well, whatever. I mean, I played one session of the Star Wars role playing game with Jake. It was awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think we, we both really enjoyed it. I am now very keen on, uh, you know, delving deeper into the Star Wars lore because this is now all, it's like, it's kind of like everything I read and or consume is now potential storytelling opportunities. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it sort of cast, put, puts a new spin on uh, all the extended media. Yep, yep. Uh, although, as uh, you and I were discussing earlier, but that will not be on the show, even going back to something as dog shit as Force Awakens sometimes is still not a good idea. Mm. <laughs> Maybe stick to the good things like Rogue One, original series, and or Mandalorian. Uh, even Mandalorian. Even Mando yeah. has its fucking moments, man. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, but at least that's, um, that's Favreau, right? So at least Correct. there's some comedy to it and whatever, and it definitely has its moments. But um, he's got good overall tone. Exactly. You know. Exactly. Yeah. He's yeah. Got personality and whatever. The it's, most uh, important thing is the tone. Yeah. 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 And I mean, Force Awakens. Yeah. It's uh, even the tone. You know, it's just mm. sometimes it's it's like every now and then it nails it, but you know, a lot of the time when it doesn't nail it, it really stands out. You know? yeah. yeah. And it really just kind of ruins the rest of the experience. But anyways, all that to say, delving into some uh, other Star Wars stuff to just you know get uh, and sort of like trying to wrap my head around like you know what planets are where and shit now right. which is something i never gave a shit about before yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's like it's interesting you know because i'm reading the books now like i got to the galaxy chapter and uh, the rule book is it's very big yeah, yeah. It, it has been a little i mean i'm i'm really good with reading giant manuals and like this one has sort of like uh yeah i was a little intimidated by them like that was really? that's a, that is a beefy manual. Yeah, mm. it is a fucking beefy manual. Uh, lots of good shit inside, but yeah, yeah no, it's it's beefy. Still, yeah. Um, and I uh, finally got to the planet, the the galaxy section. And it's like, man, just all these pages and pages of like, you know, this planet here, these settlements, you know, these important places. Giant map of the galaxy that shows like, what is it? They have these names for it. Uh, like the outer rim is the furthest stretch of the galaxy. Right. And then there's like wild space and un- uncharted territory. But then towards the center, it's like the inner colonies or like something like that. Right, okay. The, the core worlds, quote unquote, you know, and uh, sort of learning where everything goes. It's just kind of, you know, really getting into that in a way that I never did before. And um, nice. which I guess was, you know, sort of spurred by the fact that we did have a really good time. So now I'm kind of like, it kind of made me vaguely care where everything is in the universe. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> okay. The facts that I'm giving to Jake, maybe I should try and like... Not just make them up on the fly. Yeah. Wrap my head around <laughs> what places where kind of thing, you know? Anyways. Um, but uh, no, it was really fun. And um, I, I, I my, my biggest fear going into it was because I'm running the adventure from the beginner box, uh, the very first uh, initial product you can buy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I remain, by the way, you know, short public service announcement for beginner boxes. They are the best fucking thing. In they're, they're the best technological advancement, if you could say, in role-playing gaming okay. of the past, like, 20 years. Uh, just because this phenomenon started, like, maybe 10 years ago or something, where every RPG started making beginner boxes. And they're just 
they're just designed to teach you the system and get you playing really fast. Hmm. And they have a very, very, they have as low a barrier at entry as possible. Okay. Both in terms of what they teach you and also the price. You know, because okay. the price was typically like $20 to $30. And you just, you have enough to play with hmm. like up to four people. You got a big adventure, you got the whole rules, pretty much the whole rules. Okay. Um, they're, they're just really cool and I, I totally love them. Um, like the D&D one is incredible. The, the first D&D D &D, beginner box they ever made uh the star wars one is incredible the cyberpunk one was fantastic okay they're just great products man yeah so anyways so i'm running the adventure from that and it's designed to be it's sort of intentionally really high octane action uh, because it's just trying to teach the rules okay so they, they don't have a lot of like choice and like uh, a lot of sort of branching narratives and paths and stuff mm -hmm. it's fairly like on the rails like funneling you through a specific sort of set of things and uh i, I was asking jake for feedback after the after we played and I was like, I, I thought when I when I read it, because I like action, and when I read it, I was like, this is like literally nonstop action. Like, I, mm. <laughs> I don't think even I want this much action. I'm not sure, you know. But I asked him about it afterwards, and he was like, I thought it was great. And he was like, if actually I would be happy with more action. And I was <laughs> like, okay, well, it goes to show you, you know, not everybody likes the same stuff, you know. Oh, sure. <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, but yeah, no, game was really fun, and I can't wait to play more of that. Um, just got my Starships and Speeders manual in the in the mail the other day, so that's a uh, you know giant catalog of like every every Starship ever ever in the in the <laughs> make fun of me as much as you want, man. It's, it's, it's some pretty hardcore nerd shit. I didn't like. say anything. The excitement You're... when you said you just got your manual in the mail, and the look on your face as you said it. I mean, it looked like Christmas and shit. It, it is Christmas. Christmas yeah. comes early this year. Cool. Is that what you got yourself? Yeah, the manual. I get myself all sorts of Christmas presents all the time. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I, lately, those are the things I get myself. It's much more that than, like, uh, video games, you mm, know, which it used to be enough. video games. Good stuff. I've got my nerd shit firmly under control this year. That's good. Put it that way. Uh, so, yeah, looking forward to more of that in the future. And uh, other than that, uh, you know, pretty pretty good. Yeah, man, I've, I've been, like, exhausted lately. Like, yeah, just, everybody, man, I have man. to. Yeah, it's like I, I've, I've disengaged from video games, which I think is good for my just overall mental health like it feels nice to, to to stop with like screens for a bit hmm. you know the screens right when you go to bed it's like it's true like they do kind of artificially keep you up a bit you know like I've, I've definitely when i play video games it's way easier to play video games too late than it hmm. is to read a book too late oh yeah you know what i mean well yeah the act of reading actually tires you out yeah 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 so i've been trying to read these star wars manuals but Fair it's like enough. i haven't absolutely like, lately have been like i can't even do it at like 11 o'clock like, yeah. i open it up on the table i make i make a tea or something and it's, it's it sits there unread for like half an hour mm. <laughs> as i google shit on the internet you know <laughs> but uh, anyways um so yeah no i mean uh, all, all that to say pretty good looking forward to christmas yep. and uh yeah that's about it um, bah humbug bah humbug indeed <laughs> <laughs> it's the most wonderful time of the year indeed yep <laughs> um, yeah so I mean should we just leap into the show let's I don't do know. it okay uh, well without further ado time for some news what do we have here number one is Embracer losing its grip so we don't usually talk about these things because they're a little you know this is this is the sort of uh, it, firmly within the realm of studio layoffs and studio shakeups, whether it's closures or layoffs themselves um, I just you know I keep seeing these news articles of, in particular, Embracer Group, which is our good friend Lars Wingfors, if we, who, whom, if you remember, was responsible for some unsolicited Vampire the Masquerade news, like, six months ago, when he, he just, like, lets things go in um, uh, financial... Uh, oh, right. Not, uh, like, financial Q&As mm -hmm. with uh, investors, mm -hmm. of, like, it, you know, sort of, sort of surreptitiously spoils the status of in-production in games sometimes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, I never put the, the two and two together, but, yeah, Embracer is... 
that's who Lars Wingfor is, uh, is the CEO of. And uh, Embracer is just, you know, this giant conglomerate that has just been swallowing video game developers, like ad infinitum for as long as I can personally, as long as we've been doing this podcast at least, <laughs> and probably a good, you know, six to eight years longer, I don't know. Um, but I don't usually pay too much attention to them, but I just, I saw two news articles come up in the headlines recently. Uh, here, I'm getting these off IGN. Number one, former Time Splitters reboot devs share work following studio shutdown. Uh, and then number two, uh, this is December 18th, number two, 3D Realms and Slipgate Ironworks are the latest Embracer studios to be hit with layoffs. Uh, and I just sort of wanted to, I guess, throw, uh, throw a little bit of a uh, spotlight on these two things, just because it's making me wonder now, I mean, we've sort of been watching the implosion of uh, Embracer Group for a little while now. Uh, I want to say just recently they laid off, I think it was 900 employees. Let me make sure that my facts are correct here. Yeah, last month Embracer revealed that over 900 staff were laid off as part of their restructure. They've been doing this restructure for a little while now. Yeah, these layoffs were the latest for Embracer Group after they previously uh, lost a deal worth $2 billion that was with the Saudi government, I want to say, if memory serves. Um, so that fell through, and these guys have just been sort of like growing and growing and growing exponentially for like quite some time. If you look at the Wikipedia list of like all the shit they own, it's like a little retarded. Okay. Um, and a lot of sort of, uh, you know, industry journalists, pundits have been speculating for quite some time, like, when's the bubble going to burst with Embracer? And it just kind of seems like I'm starting to wonder, is this the beginning of the bubble bursting? <laughs> shit has been happening for a while, um, but these are some pretty, it's like, it's happening to more and more high-profile studios. Uh, like this, so former Time Splitters de uh, reboot devs share work following studio shutdown. Uh, again, off IGN. And this comes from Embracer-owned publisher Plyon. In 2021, then-publisher Deep Silver finally announced the return of Time Splitters. Then-publisher of Time Splitters announced the return, developed by a number of key original members of Free Radical Design, including founders Steve Ellis and David D Doak. Not sure if I'm saying that right. At a new studio set up in Nottingham, UK. To finally be able to confirm that the studio has been formed and that we have a plan for the next Time Splitters game is incredible, Ellis said at the time. While we cannot tell you anything more at the moment, we look forward to sharing information in the future. And then, you know, to just be shut down two years later, December 2023, uh, shut down as part of the ongoing restructure of Embracer, it's kind of like, this is a relatively big IP. You know, like, people cared about Time Splitters, yeah. right? Whether or not it was going to be good, who knows? Uh, but also, you know, the studio had a bunch of, like, sort of star talent of the time behind right. it, right? And it's just, you know, these the, the shakeups are starting to get more and more high profile. And it's really just making me wonder, do we need to worry about, like, all Embracer-owned studios now? Or is it, like, you know, just these few? I don't know. I mean, here's the, you know, from the other headline, 3D Realms and Slipgate Ironworks, latest Embracer studios to be hit with layoffs. Embracer Group has once again conducted a round of layoffs with Duke Nukem creator 3D Realms and Ghost Runner co-developer Slipgate Ironworks being hit per posts on social media by former employees. So basically, a whole lot of employees laid off from... Duke Nukem Creator 3D Realms and Ghost Runner co-developer Slipgate Ironworks. Ghost Runner is doing extremely well. Um, the Duke, the 3D Realms creators of Duke Nukem, they have a storied history. Uh, you know, their Duke, the Duke Nukem sort of IP has been around for a long time. It doesn't have the cachet that it used to, but you know, they were still a relatively well-respected studio. If I'm not mistaken, I think 3D Realms at least used to be the makers of Shadow, Shadow, Shadow Master, Shadow. What's the Shadow Run? No, Shadow. Lo Wang, Shadow Warrior, Shadow Warrior. Shadow Warrior. Yeah, you know, they recently had like a few more, they like kind of revitalized that franchise. Is 1994 Shadow Warriors 3D Realms. Now it's maybe someone else. Oh yeah, it's, it's now Flying Wild Hog uh, from 2013. That's kind of an awesome name for a studio. All that to say, you know, 3D Realms and the Ghost Runner franchise you know, is extremely well respected. Like the first game did really well. Second right. one just came out. I don't know. I mean... My whole, I always wonder about, again, mass layoffs and... 
studios and stuff is like are they done with the project you know like yeah as it like are they switching on and they don't need these people and like what do you that totally makes sense like i just don't I, I just don't know what the the deal is you know yeah and um sometimes i feel like it's probably normal and people are just making it seem like a big deal yeah it's Other tough to times know it probably is is a big deal you know? it's tough to know yeah i mean i i wonder when it's um you know seemingly high sort of in-demand studios you know working on in-demand ips mm -hmm. it makes me wonder if it's more than that it's for sure normal most of the time or at least sometimes i don't know and it's, it also makes you think i guess it's maybe the exact same thing that you said but um yeah kind of like wait lost my train of thought well how much staff do you need to keep on an already finished game yeah well the usual way of thinking i believe is that it's not so much that you're doing that so much as you know, ideally, you're immediately moving on to the next property, right? Mm -hmm. Like a successful studio is not just going to stop making games. No, no. But so everyone suddenly shifts over. But I, I, yeah, no, I get it. I like, I do, I do get that. But it's just like sometimes we've had the same sort of mass layoffs, and I'm just like, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, I yeah. just don't know. So. No, totally, totally. And of course, it's getting a lot of spotlight because they're in-demand developers and or IPs, right, right, right? right? So you know, it's always hard to sift through the kind of like the is it only. Are we just hearing about it because they're important? So mm. that's why. And everybody else always gets layoffs too, but we just don't hear about it. So, right, right. you know, it's it's hard to know. Mm -hmm. um, but fact of the matter is Embracer has been looking like they're sort of imploding for a little while. Okay. So it just makes me wonder, is this further evidence of the continued collapse of this company? Are they going to stabilize? You know, what's going to happen with that? I mean, they're, they're a good group, if you will. Uh, I mean, I like a lot of the products they... I feel like amongst the studios that they own, they, they work on a lot of weird and unusual projects. Hmm. Also, maybe it's kind of normal for a giant, you know, um, umbrella company that has its hands in a lot of, like, sort of unusual, more niche titles. Like, for example, you know, CEO Lars Wingfors was the one that uh, spoiled uh, Vampire the Masquerade being sort of sort of still in development, like, I don't know, nine months ago or something when we talked yeah, about financial this thing. tiny t Exactly, yeah, but he I mean, was like... <clears throat> I don't even know if that's a spoiler, that's more just a leak, you know? From people in the staff a leak. Thing, yeah, a leak. You know? like yeah. It's an not, unintentional leak. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, if you you have to be fucking honest with your investor. <laughs> like, yeah, no, totally, I mean, totally, totally. That's why these things are so tasty. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of like. But all that to say, you know, Vampire: The Masquerade's Bloodlines too, such a long title is. Um, it's really weird. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a weird property, mm -hmm. and like I, I like Embracer because I feel like they're indirectly responsible for a lot of these sort of weird things getting funded, right. uh, which I think is really cool. Um, but then, of course, also it can be a lot more dangerous than other sort of more mainline, mainstream titles, yeah. right? Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, um, I'm I sad to hear the news from these two studios. I hope that their, you know, their staff are doing okay. And uh, I hope it's not an indication that, um, you know, the, the things they were working on are kind of dead in the water mm -hmm. and never going to come to light. But hopefully just, you know, it's a, just a sign of the fact that Embracer really has to... I mean, listen, if you, f if you swallow studios ad infinitum... It's gonna, Without publishing at some games, point, you it have has to. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's inevitably going to collapse. So it's like clearly there had to be something, right? So I hope it just doesn't go. It just kind of makes me laugh a little bit. I'm I'm sure they're not all coders or whatever, but I remember. I don't know if you remember a long time ago the when all the how could I forget journalists learned to code came out. You know, yeah. it was like yeah. great. I know we I, talked about it at some point in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now it's like yeah. 
why don't y'all learn to weld, buddy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll see. So, uh, I don't know. That's just what it made me think of, you know? Like, learn to code. Well, learn good luck, weld. coders. <laughs> yeah. That was an incredibly harsh note to, note to end on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It was so, right. on to the next topic. Uh, it was a joke. So, yeah, you know, like, for, sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, like, for sure, for sure. It just made me think of that meme. Uh, totally. Uh, totally. At the time, and I was like, oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Moving on, number two. Uh, Disney insists there's still... So this is... You can call this number two. This is Star Wars KOTOR rumors. Mm -hmm. This is Josh's weekly... Bi-weekly? This is Josh's bi-weekly Star Wars KOTOR rumors segment. Where we have two headlines. Number one, Disney insists there's still a lot of... I should go I should go chronological. So we didn't report on this previously, but uh, several weeks ago... This is actually November 22nd. There was a rumor about Star Wars uh, Old, Old Republic remake that I didn't want to report on because it was incredibly... It was way too small mm -hmm. to warrant discussing. But at the time, it was Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake reportedly still alive. Mm -hmm. I was getting that headline off IGN. IGN was getting it from... Bloomberg reporter and reputable insider Jason Schreier, who posted on X Twitter saying Saber Interactive is still working on the game, although question marks remain over whether it will actually come out, and if it does, what sort of game it will be. I will read this quote for a moment. This is from the tweet. Can't say whether the... From Jason. Can't say whether the KOTOR remake will ever actually come out. Come out. But yes, two people from Saber Interactive tell me they're still on it, despite recent rumors that nobody is working on the game. Brackets. Saber took the project from Aspire, Aspire last year, as Bloomberg reported then. Um, now, this would be, you know, more or less meaningless uh, if it wasn't for the fact that Jason Trier has been responsible for a lot of relatively legitimate uh, sort of industry insider leaks. So that's just indication that, you know, it is still being worked on in some capacity. Maybe it doesn't mean that anything's going to come out. Who okay. knows? Uh, but it's at least perhaps not as dead in the water as some people thought. Right. And then we have uh, this... This article that sh casts a slightly more... You can see why we didn't report on that initially. Uh, but then we have this article that casts a slightly more interesting uh, light on that previous thing from December 12th. Again, this is IGN. An article reads, Disney insists there's still lots of demand for Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, this is uh, uh, December 12th. And this was Disney speaking directly with Axios. Disney's head of gaming... I'll read a little snippet from the IGN article. Disney's head of gaming, Sean Shopta, insisted, quote-unquote, there's still a lot of demand for KOTOR, and I'll leave it there, he concluded. Uh, and this is... It's, it's almost a nothing burger. Uh, that's all there is to the news. Uh, and... A little bit of background on what's happened previously. Amid continued silence from embattled games company Embracer. Embracer, coming back. They're, they're everywhere. You can't, you can't hide. You know? So that's why it's like the health of Embracer. This is a sidebar. The health of Embracer, it, in a way, it, if I could be grandiose, it affects us all. In the sense of a lot of the games that I actually care about mm -hmm. are, I don't even realize, like under the giant yeah, umbrella yeah, of sure. Embracer. You know? So I, I worry about their ability to hold on to these properties that are actually pretty cool you yeah. know, in a lot of cases. Anyways, amid continued silence from embattled games company Embracer about status of KOTOR Remake, developer Saber Interactive was, as of November, reportedly still soldiering on with the project in some capacity. This was after KOTOR Remake was previously thought dead, after Embracer had Saber Interactive, developer on Warhammer 40k Space Marine 2, take over after a significant trouble happened at original developer Aspire. Then later we had, you know, Sony um, scrobbling the videos from their official official sites. Right. There's that thing where they were like, oh, uh, we needed to take down the KOTOR video because there was like music licensing rights issues, uh, which 
you know, sounded like hogwash and was probably just a, mostly because um, it just doesn't make that much sense they wouldn't have renewed music licenses. Like, I don't think something that simple would ever stop Sony from, like, it, it's, it's, it just doesn't make any sense. It's like you have a high-budget, a high budget, high-profile game that's exclusive on your console that is associated with Star Wars that's a remake of one of the most time-honored, treasured Star, uh, Star Wars video games made, right? Like, Kotoris is, like, in, held in very high regard with people. You would do everything to secure that, make sure it doesn't go away. It's like it's just not believable, you know what I mean? But we didn't know what was happening there. Everybody assumed it's probably just because the project, whether it's cancelled or not, is not going forward with Sony. Right. So they just needed to officially disengage themselves from any of the marketing material kind of thing. Even though they didn't want to say flat out, maybe they're not allowed, I don't know. They didn't want to say flat out that we're just not doing it. But it's like they're distancing themselves from the project yeah, because, you know, whatever. Uh, so that's just a little bit of the sort of the background, but yeah, I think, and like I said, you know, the news is basically nothing. It's just some Disney fancy person being like, "Hey, we love this, and like we still think there's tons of potential there." I just feel like it is an unusual thing to say if there isn't actually something going on with the game. I guess. What do you think? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> this is so beyond me. Sure. Um, I guess what you're saying makes sense, you know? Like, I mean, it's, they wouldn't let it go. It's firmly in the but, realm of speculation, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's it's beyond me. I, sure. I don't fuck Disney, fuck Star Wars. <laughs> um, totally fair, totally fair. And so I just don't, you know, care. That, that's, um, I mean, hey, uh, you're allowed. I am familiar you're with, uh, you, I, like, you did point out in the past how serious, how, you know, how serious the uh, that game was taken. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah. it's cool, but... Um, I didn't play it. Um, no, fair. Yeah, and, it's uh, really not your style of game. I mean, if I think you know, it's like it's a it's a very hardcore role playing game. Like it's like a really slick, cinematic, polished version of a lot of the types of games that Jasmine plays that are super low budget. That have just like you know characters on a flat you know two D thing, like a like an RP an old school RPG where you're like you're clicking them around on a map. Okay. And they're and they're fighting in a in tactical combat kind of thing, hmm. but it had like a nice overlay of like three D graphics to everything. Okay. So it was like you were still essentially doing the same thing. Like you'd be commanding your like jet. Well, that was part of the cool thing about the game was since it was an open kind of an open role playing game, you could really you could have like a hand solo blaster guy, or you could be like a lightsaber Jedi. But you could kind of pick what you wanted to do. Hmm. And there's a whole bunch of different party members, kind of like the other Bioware games. You know, it's Bioware, right? So they're okay, the ones yeah. who did uh, Dragon Dragon's Age, right? Dragon's, uh, Age. Dragon's Age. Yeah, they're Dragon's Age, right? Dragon's Age or Dragon's Dogma? Or Dogma? Dragon's Dogma's Capcom. Okay. Dragon Age. Dragon Age? Yeah, I think it's Dragon Age. Yeah, and also Mass Effect. They're Mass Effect, too. I'm glad you do all the dragon shit, just like completely <laughs> Dragon's Dogma. Drag uh, hey, like, man. Yeah. <laughs> I can't blame you, especially Dragon Age and Dragon's Dogma. It's particularly. Uh, but and, like, the games look similar, too. Is like. <laughs> Team based too, right? Like you have, like uh, yeah, party. yeah, 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 yeah. You've got a party. Yeah, it's no, not totally, quite totally. turn based though, right? Like no, no, all, that's more action. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd I be did. more into Dragon's Dogma it, if you were into either of them. You really? A long time ago. Oh, fascinating. Well, I got this is unrelated, but I got to ask you about that later, just because I'm curious. Um, I don't remember. At least I'm pretty sure it was Dog, but one of them. Uh, a Dragon Age, maybe. I don't know. Dragon Age is a tactical role playing game. Okay, so the fights no. were tactical style. I played a couple of these dragon games um, that looked cool, and then when I like, in theory, I was like, oh, I'll enjoy this, and then within like, a few minutes, I was like, fuck this! <laughs> I have no interest in figuring this shit out. You know? I understand how you feel. Probably PS3, and they were probably that's totally right. Um, it was PS3, I think. Uh, there were probably games I bought at the pawn shop at the corner for like 
five bucks or something. Sounds believable. Because I used to just buy anything that looked... They didn't do well commercially. So very believable. I just bought anything that looked somewhat interesting. Yeah. Like, that's how I ended up with ridiculous amounts of PS3 games that I tried... And Xbox. Yeah. I tried, like, once, and I was like, fuck this. But I paid, like, four dollars for them or something. Right. So... Who cares? You know? It was kind of like you know she played. She was playing that game that I was, uh, you know, uh, I'm realizing how mean spirited I sound now. I was totally making fun of the graphics of a game she was playing, making fun. I, I said they were awful. I mean, I do believe they're awful. You were pointing out but... the reality of it. Um, yeah. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like they're really rough, right? Usually, yeah. Imagine the same thing, but you have really beautiful 3D. It's like it's essentially the mechanics are doing the same thing. Right. But it's like the game animates it as if the character is like, you know, doing a flourish of lightsaber yeah, blocks yeah, yeah, to a bunch of blaster bolts. It's just kind of like a a really well-produced version of a of a similar type of game. I hear you. you know. And I I really dug it and Yeah, you had pointed out to me that it was like a it was big news, yeah, you know. And, for sure, um, for sure. But again, it's it's before me, and yeah. uh, it's not my thing. And yeah. I'm not even a Star Wars fan. Sure, really, you know, like I wouldn't call myself a Star Wars fan. Totally. I like to fuck with Star Wars fans and bring up Spock and shit. Um, <laughs> I don't, and and I like, feel like you are a Star Wars fan, but well, I also I've watched all of it, for and you the like most them. Part. Well, I mean, Some of the them. good ones. <laughs> and they're okay. Like, again, I watched the original I think Star Wars when I was... pretty much 100% agree on all Star Wars child, movies you know? and like, TV shows. Uh, of course I enjoyed it. It was sci-fi. I was like, I don't know. Dude, it's still good. 10? Um, yeah, yeah, no, but it's part of my childhood. So, of yeah. course, like, yeah, there's that. But I wouldn't call myself a fucking fan, you know? Like, You're the one who recommended me Andor. I'm super happy well, you did. I, w- I watched it because it was on... It was a new show. Sure. Right? So, I was like, I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. But... Uh, and I was impressed by yeah. just the tone of that one yeah. because it was very different. Totally. But, um, I just, I just saying, I'm not like actually a Star Wars fan. I hear you. Know? you I hear like, you. I, I hear don't. You. Uh, people defend it like crazy, and I'll like, I don't know. I, it's not my thing. Um, yeah. I've enjoyed parts of it for sure, yeah. like little things here and there. I like to think I've never defended it, but maybe I have. You know. Defended Star Wars? Yeah. Do I defend it? Oh, you have. Yeah. Have I? Oh, for sure. <laughs> I like to think I just sincerely believe it's pretty good, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe I did defend it. I, don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's nothing that needs to be defended. Like, uh, you know. <laughs> no, really. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, again, I mean, it's uh, <laughs> anyway. Oh, this news. This news doesn't really. Uh, I, I don't have much to put in on it. Sure, because sure. I'm just like. You don't have a horse in this race. It's, it's over my head. That's fair. Honestly, that's like, fair. Uh, it's basically talking about. Yeah, <laughs> whether or not they're gonna remake a yeah. game that was a big hit. When did it come out? Uh, what you mean the the game Coast itself? Park. Yeah, twenty uh, ten. Oh, okay. I don't. Okay, I don't. So not Co- that long. No, maybe it was Kotor, two thousand three. Wow, twenty, 20 years. years ago. That so explains the why they were doing the remake twenty twentieth anniversary. Star Wars game. You know, again, like this yeah. is where, like. Way I, over my head. I see Resident Evil Two re- remake uh, uh, written all over it. Right in my head, I'm like, oh great, yeah, like do something uh, along the lines of Resident Evil 2 remake. It's perfect. All you got to do, especially because also, it's so incredibly easy to remake this game. It requires almost nothing. It just needs a graphic uphaul, yeah, uh, overhaul. Fair enough. You know, like there's nothing wrong with. I mean, the game reviewed extremely well to begin with. Like, I just feel like Disney is gonna do the South Park thing. Well, Disney's not doing it. No, no, no. Yeah, they're they only own giving the rights it, now, right? Like, yeah, 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 but they only give their their, their go ahead to whoever. exactly, exactly. Okay. So that's why you know, I'm totally like mm-hmm. you know that doesn't fucking matter at all. Thankfully, yeah. you know, um, but 
Yeah, I mean, I just, I'm just excited because, well, I've always wanted this remake ever since it was announced. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not something that I would have, I wouldn't have asked for it before it was announced, but when it was announced, I was like, oh, that is a good idea, you know? Yep. Like, and yes, I would like to play that again. Uh, 20 years, this is 20 years. Yeah, yeah, I would totally jump back into that game immediately. I loved it when I first played it. It was one of the best Star Wars games I've ever played, you know? The bar is pretty goddamn low, I was but... Gonna uh, say, I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, there's not that many, you know, I mean, Star Wars games I love. It's like, that? I had some fun with Battlefront? Some? You enjoyed um, uh, Survivor, yeah. Je- Fallen Je- Jedi, Fallen Sur- Fallen An- Fallen Angel, Fallen Survivor, yeah. Jedi, Fallen Order, Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Fallen Order was good. Yeah, I didn't. Lo- I wasn't in love with it though. Right. I loved it, but I wasn't in love with it. Okay. <laughs> um, Kotor was. I think I was more more in love with it at the time. Fair but fair anyways, um, I just feel like it is a really really weird thing to say. If they don't know it's being completed, yeah, and I feel like I mean, so I'm taking this as number one: the fact that uh, Jason's rumors indicating that it's still being worked on, whether or not it's going to come out or not. Like, I think that's interesting. Although on its own, I wouldn't have thought much of it. But then with the further reinforcement of this statement, I feel like it's a little bit too weird. Mm -hmm. And I imagine that now what's happening is they're just, yeah, they're in the middle of transitioning it, transition, to another developer, uh, developer, publisher, who knows. And we're just waiting for the announcement of who that is. You know what I mean? So I'm kind of stoked because I feel like maybe we will actually get our crypto revival. Who knows? Uh, Moving on. Moving on to number three. The day before debacle. Oh, where to even begin, Teek? Where to even... Do I read the headlines? Do you want to just explain the story to everyone? I don't even think I anybody mean... needs to... Like, everybody already knows, right? <laughs> Come on, nobody that isn't under a rock hey, but l- yo, let doesn't me just, know about this Let game. me just read these headlines. I'll just read all of them yeah, in a row, no, no, definitely. right? Yep. Number one, because I wrote them in chronological order because it's a nice build-up. Mm. Number one, uh, I'm getting all these headlines off IGN. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I want to preface this with oh. it's still an early release. Early access, yeah. Early access, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's not officially out. Although it's also right? not even available for purchase anymore, but we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, the day before player count drops almost 90% in four days, enters Steam's 10 worst reviewed games. That came out December 11th. It came out December 7th, the game, right? right? Which was, this, I want to say, the day before the VGAs or the same day. One of the two, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. It's right around that time. Uh, so that's the first headline. Second headline, day before studio, this is later that same day, day before studio F-Fantastic announces closure just days after early access launch. Later the same day, day before becomes unavailable for purchase as studio's social accounts and homepage vanish. Uh, uh, Again, later that day, day before early access review comes out, gets one on 10 on IGN. They don't give ones that often. Uh, Next day, day before dev promises refunds, tells customers shit happens, air quotes, December 12th. Uh, next, no, two days later, underfired developer of disastrous Steam flop the day before insists it really is closing down. So, I mean, just this uh, series of headlines in a span of like three days, four mm-hmm. days. It's a shit show. I gotta say, I was surprised <laughs> anything came out at all. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. But I'm not surprised by the quality that did come out. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. So, big shocker. <laughs> yep. I mean, so. The big shock was that something actually, they actually were working on. I thought they were just con men. Um, I, I mean, I think they are basically. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. No, but, but you're right. Not in a, you know, not they, in a. They did. They did a bare minimum. It, it's sort of like those. Um, I think it happened a couple of times where what's that uh, pay thing where everybody contributes to Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Crowdfunding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah crowdfunding for um, video games. There's been a few where they've just taken so much money and promised yeah. and promised. I feel like it's about on level with that. You know, yeah. like the 
production quality. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Um, by the end, they're like, "Oh yeah, no, we were working on something." Like, look. It's like, <laughs> Whoa. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I but, mean, uh, I'm just. Uh, I I just thought the the implosion was spectacular. Mm. Uh, spectacular to watch. It's like it also was the most wish-listed game on Steam at one point. Yeah, for quite some time. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I also, you know, so um, rises to rises uh, to Steam's 10 worst-reviewed games list. I mean, that's funny, but also I did a little digging through the actual... I mean, just it's, it's, it's worth noting what the actual worst-reviewed games are because this just further reinforces to me why you should... I mean, maybe some people will take this the wrong way. I sincerely believe it. You should never put any fucking stock in user user reviews. And I do not understand anyone who puts any stock in user reviews. They are just... It doesn't mean they're useless. It just means they're so non... They're so non-critical and so emotional. It's hmm. like you can't... Because this is why it's funny. If you look at what the actual list of the top 10 worst-reviewed games on Steam, right? Mm-hmm. So Day Before is sitting at number... I think Day Before is maybe number nine, but then the other games are Overwatch 2. Okay, here, I'll just read the full list. Uh, War of the Three Kingdoms, Overwatch 2, NBA 2K24, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Flat, not Fallout, Flat Out 3, Chaos and Destruction, Identity, Uriel's Charm, Space Base DF9, and Mobile Suit Gundam Battle Operation 2 in 10th. And then Day Before is 9th. And it's not, it's like, it's... It's a, it's an indic- it is an indication that people don't like it, but at the same time, it's in the same list as Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two, and Overwatch Two. That's like the so. It's like accomplished for them ever. What's that? That's the craziest accomplishment for this company ever. You know what I mean? To have their game in the same list yeah, it's, as Overwatch Two. <laughs> yeah, like this is fuck? clearly meaningless because these types, of, like these games, are they're, on they're, such a different scale. Reasons, you know? like, yeah, you know what I mean. So it's just, you, you, I think it's just. It's funny because it's like, yeah, it's an indication of it's doing, it's not doing well. But at the same time, it's like, this doesn't make any, like, this list doesn't make any sense, right? Because it's like these products. And also, it's like in my head, I'm like, it's so clearly like um, a popularity competition. Yeah, for sure. It's like there's obviously, because it's like Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 uh, and Overwatch 2. Okay, these games are like, I mean, I don't know. I'd have to check, but I'm assuming they're they're certainly not worse than like whatever, six on tens. No. Seven, like, eight on well, tens. Know, you know what I mean? So it's like, there has to be an infinite number of one on tens for all the, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they just don't people just don't talk about because nobody cares, right. you know what I mean? So it's like, anyways, uh, but yeah, I mean, I just thought the implosion was so spectacular. Like the game, you're right, looks awful. Uh, I did watch most of the IGN. They do like a 22 minute. Mm-hmm. I think they had the first 22 minutes of the game, and then they did the separate video review, and you know, like they pointed out, it is just awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's uh, physics are terrible. Uh, the world is uh, uh, boring, uh, filled with nothing, and there's nothing to do. Uh, it's not really an MMO. I guess I guess it kind of is a PvP game. So I think there's, there actually is like people will shoot each other. Mm-hmm. So that part I suppose is true. It doesn't really seem like an MMO. It's pretty much just an extraction shooter. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it sounds like the whole game is the the Dark Zone in in uh, Division Two, but that's all of it. To right? me, it seems like more of a, a rip off of like Daisy or something. Probably um, just a cheaper yeah. version. Of you it. know more about that than I do. Yeah, I mean, I that know. that would make sense to me. Yeah, with less, you know, just yeah. uh, just a a small piece of Daisy. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, 
or Tarkov or any of those games. Totally, totally. And I mean, it's abundantly clear that, you know, nothing that was in the first several trailers for the game is in, in this version. No, no, it was all bullshit. Uh, it was all bullshit, it was all you know. all bullshit. They were um, all lies. The, the company was full of shit. Uh, and I mean, and they're just, yeah, no, they, they do seem particularly scummy because, um, you know, in addition to just sort of releasing this garbage game uh, and then sort of rapidly imploding, it's like now you can't buy the game anymore. It was delisted. They delisted it. And they're trying, they're like desperately, they seem to be desperately scrambling to like change the name of their own company to just walk away from any yeah. association with, you know what I mean? So it's like they're just, they're essentially taking the money and, and running. I don't think they have the money. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's, it is actually all going to Mytona, their, develop, their publisher. Um, and Mytona is taking over the IP and like uh, they're bringing it, you know, just into their, they might get a different developer for it. Who knows, right. you know? But um, yeah, they seem to be just sort of like cutting their losses and running essentially. Yeah, but, well, fair uh, enough. It's rough, man. It looks yeah. unbelievable. Damn. Yeah. This company sucks. Big shocker. <laughs> and that's really all there is to say about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Closing comments? Dog shit. It is dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, suck it, fantastic. Mm-hmm. F-fantastic? Was it F-fantastic? It's, it's F-fantastic. F-fantastic. Yeah. Okay. But I'm not sure if you're supposed to say fantastic mm-hmm. or if you're supposed to say F-fantastic. You know what I mean? Right. Like, how clever were they trying to be? Who knows? Yeah. We'll never know, Teague. (laughs) Uh, Do you want to take a short break? Yeah, let's do it. Great. We'll be right back. Um, Right, so uh, we are back. Apologies for the little break there. I'm not apologizing. I smoke. (laughs) <laughs> I smoke too. <laughs> I'm not I don't, apologizing I, for it. I mean, I, I, it's like I feel like I, I should apologize to the listeners, but I mean, from my perspective, you're editing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, for no, them, no time passes. No, so, there's no fucking ad you know. or nothing. So no, I apologize. <laughs> Shit. Um, right. So where were we? Uh, I guess we need to move on to what we've been playing, Teague. What do you think? Do you so want to lead? Yeah, sure. Since we were just uh, upstairs, I was watching some Diablo Four that Jasmine was playing. Why don't you go ahead? Yeah. So I've just been playing some Diablo Four, and um, my initial like I, I thought a lot of the people complaining about it were probably you know maybe a little overdoing it a bit a little you know? on the whiny side perhaps I thought but mm. uh, but then I realized that gamers I being whiny I didn't get impossible. it at launch and I talked to people that did and it's a completely different fucking game mm. um, so fair enough and also the end content right um, so now, very important for I'm the Apple game. Starting to see some of the, I, I can sort of agree with some of the complaints a little more now than I could before. You know, okay. like uh, I, I just hadn't experienced it before. Now yeah. I'm kind of like, okay, like there's some, I don't know. The end game leaves something to be desired. I still like the game. Right. Um, I just like instead of really going, I mean, I guess. I guess you never really beat it, you know? Like, to me... Yeah, you never really, I mean... To me, killing... There's the basic story content, but then once you pass that, which everybody does pretty rapidly. No, well, they added a new... uh, They added seasons and stuff, and um, they added Abattoir of Zir, which is like a new dungeon thing that um, has 25 levels. Right. And I, I think you're supposed to do... You're supposed to kill Uber Lilith before you can do that, uh, and that really requires you to very much like fine-tune your build and everything and uh i mean that's great a lot of people i'm sure love that i'm I'm, sure a lot of people would say that that is the fun of the game yeah but to beat the new content i think well what i heard anyways is it takes an insane amount of grinding and then basically breaking the game you know like uh, so you have to 
pretty much max out a glyph that like makes you godlike. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> all in all, it's just like nobody was saying anything good about it. Yeah. Right. And um, whatever. I just uh, once I got to a hundred, I started farming some nightmare dungeons. Started messing with fine tuning, and um, then I started rogue. <laughs> I was just kind of like, yeah, you know, the the early part of the game is by far the most fun, mm-hmm. and it made it worthwhile to play with other friends again, other people that were playing at lower levels or even higher levels. I'd play with them, and I'd get XP, and it's like I want the loot I'm picking up, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah cool. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of as opposed to that legendary ring that just dropped, and you're uh, just like, eh, doesn't matter. Not even. I got pissed. The jazz picked it up. She apologized. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to fucking go through my inventory. Um, <laughs> but you just saw her do a level seventy-five dungeon, 70 seventy. Dungeon? Yeah. yeah, with my level hundred, and like she'd never played an acro before. I never saw her health bar go down at all. Right. Um, like, yeah, it's easy to do low-level stuff like that but the later shit like a level 60 nightmare dungeon still would be she she would have probably died there right like not knowing how the character works yeah yeah, yeah. so i mean i can do them but yeah higher than that is a little i I need to fine-tune my shit more Mm. and uh so I just started a rook. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> do what do you something. want to do, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, oh, totally, totally. Yeah. Anyways, that's what I've been on. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, like, watching you watching you guys play it more. I mean, every time it gets me kind of excited for the game. And, yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. It's becoming harder to resist. Yeah, well. let, me, let me put it that way. Both the peer pressure and the fact that I haven't played anything in a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's becoming harder to resist. I will resist until, I mean, this Foxy is... Day. Yeah, by the time this episode actually comes out for everyone, wait, will it? Yeah, this is going to come out on Monday, which is Christmas. Okay. So the next day after that will be Boxing Day, and i got to check those Boxing Day sales. Yeah. What I'm looking for, three things. Tom McCart, I strongly suspect that Tom McCart is going to go on, because about a month ago, it was on a 30% off sale, I think. Okay. And I feel like now, like a couple months has passed, and there's they've got a DLC coming out soon, I think they're going to crank it to 50 for Boxing Day. Okay. I'm gambling on that. So a Tom McCart I still really want to play. I fucking tried to... Did I give you the rant about the library in Atomic Heart mm-hmm. last time? Mm-hmm. But the rant part? No. No, you told me that it existed at a library, but that uh, different libraries have different... Yeah. So I went to ask them, I'm like, okay, can I just reserve Atomic Heart? Like, I see, I see that it's, like, at some other library, but I heard you can just send it over. And she's like, oh, yeah, sure. I'm like, great. Can I do that? And she's like, yeah, but there's 11 reservations before you. I was like, okay. And how long is each reservation she's like three weeks and i'm like so let me get this straight there's 33 weeks before i could even theoretically play it if i put my name and i'm like 33 weeks there's 52 weeks in a year so more than half of a year before i was like all right just forget it like no thank you i'm not gonna care in 33 weeks it's okay Mm -hmm. you know but anyways so i just thought that was like the most mind-numbingly retarded thing I'd ever heard in my life. I was like, how does anybody think this is a... Anyways. I can't imagine that it wouldn't be that case unless it was for less than a week at a time. Even just two weeks, you know, would would cut down on so... You know what I mean? It's like they would drop it dramatically. But yeah, like, I think that they haven't wrapped their heads around the fact that uh, a book rental is not quite the same thing as... Because my girlfriend was pointing out, you know, she's like, it's the same way with books. You know, it's a really popular book. It'll be reserved for like a, a long time in advance. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense, but... 
the engagement time with books versus video games is like a little different and like I feel like it doesn't the same logic doesn't quite can work for be, or they can be similar uh, anyways you know um, yeah I mean I guess that's just that's just the way it is right it's like anything that's popular you just kind of can't yeah. see uh, I mean I walked in and rented Wanted Dead but nobody gives a shit about Wanted Dead because it's a bad game <laughs> mm-hmm. there you go but anyways um, so so it's reserved for bad games that's all yeah. it's still useful <laughs> <laughs> if so, it's available, you don't even have to play it. You know it's a piece of shit. Exactly, yeah. Um, so Boxing Day, Atomic Heart, I feel like that's a that's a shoe-in. Diablo 4 again, which I feel like is unlikely for a sale, given that it just came off of a really big one. Because it was, was it 40% off, the one that it just came 30 off? 30 or 40, I don't remember. 30 or 40, so I feel like it's too early, but who knows? Mm-hmm. You never know. I also might buy it anyways. And the other one is maybe Remnant 2 if that gets like a really solid 50% off sale, mm-hmm. I think. But I'm going to be, you know, definitely keeping my eye on the store for those three games in particular. Um, why is this relevant to what I've been playing? I know there's a reason. Oh, yeah, Diablo 4 just looks really good. And I'm kind of like, I'm really sort of starting to consider, especially because, you know, you, you would be down to try it hardcore. Yeah, sure. I was even just thinking maybe that would, since you're a little, you seem a little frustrated with the end game, maybe that might revitalize your, your interest Oh, a bit. no, I'm good. Again, like I started a rogue, I think, two days ago and hit like. I think 55 today. Right. Um, so, no, I'm digging it. Um, this, I, I also have a barb, a sorcerer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have every class. So. That's kind of what I mean, though. It's like it's restarting the funnest parts of the game. Exactly. The, well, the funnerest it, parts of the game. Exploring, you know, like exploring yeah. the builds and being yeah. like, find out what works, what doesn't, yeah. what you like. Uh, totally, um, totally. Gear to match it. Like, I don't know. The, to me, the building part is a hell of a lot more fun than the fine-tuning. Right. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. Um, it is kind of cool, too, that um, everything, like your money, your points, uh, all that shit carries over to every character. Yeah. So, like... Yeah, the, the kind of world bonuses, sort of? Yeah, like yeah. the first playthrough, you know, not so much money at the beginning. Uh, later, yeah, I got a lot. But, like, my rogue, it's like, yeah, I got $421 million in the bank, you right. know? Like, um, <laughs> I've got shit tons of everything. Um, and, like, the potion unlocking, right? That, like, potion. unlocks for everybody because it's, like, a quest, a world quest thing Yeah, or so, yeah. So there's a uh, That would help in hardcore. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. My character, well, yeah. Kind of curious. Yeah, it's got to carry over to hardcore. It's got to, yeah. They need to throw you some bones because it's, like... Hardcore. Yeah, but I mean, that's what th- those are the advances, the, the advances, the technological advances in hardcore since the first one, right? It's like they've learned how to. I, but I feel like I heard some something, things carry over. I you know? feel like I heard something about the stash is different. Like you can't access the stash on hardcore. Oh yeah, yeah it's different. Well, it, it'll have a hardcore specific stash. Right. Yeah. Right. Or at least that's how it used to work for the other ones. So yeah. I wonder if like your gold would be restricted too. Oh, we will just be a separate account's gold. Okay. You have to build it up in hardcore. Right. But it'll be probably be shared between all your hardcore characters. Like, if you die right, right, and right. restart, the, whatever gold was in the stash is still there. Okay. You know, it's it, just well, separate no, from there's the... there's no gold in the stash. No? No. The gold is on you. But you said your characters... So how do your characters have... Like, my, my Necro has 400 and whatever, 20 million. Um, when I sign on with my Rogue, they had 420 million. Oh, gold. then I guess it's just... It's sort of, like, in the stash without being in the stash. It's like a permanent, it's permanently yeah, it's stashed, if that makes sense. Yeah, the same thing with ingredients. Because um, used to, you actually put it in the stash. Right, right, right. Yeah. But um, I guess it's just automatically shared now. Yeah, so like the same thing with ingredients. So for making potions and elixirs and stuff, those are shared. Um, for upgrading gear, that's shared. Right. Um, for making gems, that's shared. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, that shit probably doesn't go away when you die. Okay. I would assume. Yeah, I would yeah. hope not, fuck. 
No, no, no. <laughs> I'm a hardcore character. I lose 420 million it's on my main. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's not, oh no, I mean, uh, yeah, obviously, oh, that's all good. Obviously different. Um, but the big thing to remember is it never goes, things never transfer. The, the non-hardcore and the hardcore are always completely separate accounts. Right. And one thing I wanted to ask you, I'll, I will say what I'm, I haven't been playing much, there's much to say. Uh, but I, I, one thing I have been wanting to ask you was, I remember we, I read a, a news article I want to say, you know, a few weeks after Diablo came out, or maybe a week after it came out, Diablo 4, uh, when there was a bunch of, um, you know, butthurt uh, new players uh, complaining about the fact that, oh, what are you talking about? I got to make a new character now that the new season comes out? Like, they were upset about the idea of the seasons in the game because they had read that um, to to access the seasonal content, you have to, like, make a new character with the season or something. Yeah, okay, I was so just going to ask you, can you speak seasonal. about that? Yeah, so when you make a character, you make it eternal uh -huh. or seasonal. Oh, um, okay. So you decide at the beginning. Maybe that wasn't the case at the beginning. I don't know. I'm sure it was. But I don't think the people complaining knew what they were talking about. I just know that um, when I was playing with my friend, I was like, our, he was like, okay, so when you start your character, make sure that we're in the... You have to be the same difficulty level to play together. Okay. Um, so he's like, all right, play tier two as seasonal character. And I was just like, I have no idea what the fuck this means, but okay. So I just did it. Okay. And then everybody I know did the same thing. Okay. And there's like, I, I don't think you lose the character at the end of the season, but I think you lose the seasonal buffs that that character ah, gets. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. Right. So. So then you just sort of become an eternal character after. I don't Does know. Does that make sense? I don't, I'm not 100%. One would assume. Maybe you do lose the character. I. I no. You I, wouldn't lose the character. I doubt it though. No. And, um, That'd be harsh. Yeah. But that being said, I when the new season comes out, I will be starting a new character. Oh, okay. Like hundred percent. So you're into it, the whole season idea. Oh, definitely. It's a completely okay. different. Like it's going to be changing. This last season is a vampire themed thing, mm -hmm. and I believe it added uh, something called packs to your gear okay. and weapons and shit to everything and uh, vampiric skills. So. You basically, you had to level up your vampiric skills. You could equip five of them. And then you had to have a certain amount of packs equipped to be able to use the vampiric skills. Right? Okay. And then you can change packs. Like, you can switch them up on gear. Okay. Like, uh, but it's, you have to find them in the world. They're random drops. Huh. Um, like, you kill stuff, get them. You don't get very many. And you get some, like, cleansing acid or something that cleans the packs off. And, uh... Basically, the way I understand it is at the end of the season, that shit will be gone. Right. But I can't imagine they would just wipe your character. <laughs> right? Like, I don't know. No. We'll, we'll see. But no. I mean, like, no. I, That's not... That, I, I think when we actually reported on that news, that is exactly what uh, Blizzard spokesperson said at the time, hmm. was, hey guys, like, essentially it was like, bro, chill. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. of course not. You know, don't don't stop playing the game. You don't need to, you know, don't worry about deleting your character. Everything's fine. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, they were just like, yeah, when the new season comes out, if you want to experience this new seasonal stuff, you need to make a new seasonal character. You can just keep using the old character and they just won't do the seasonal stuff. That's fine. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't need to worry about it. Like, if you're just in it for the, the main story and playing the main game, it doesn't matter. I don't know like if they that. added season... <laughs> That's like, what he was saying, I think. I don't know if at the beginning there was, like... Seasonal content is always in Diablo, period? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always been in so it uh, launched since at least 2. Okay, I okay. So I don't know about 1. I don't think that had that shit. Okay. But well, since 2. Fair enough. Including 3. Yeah, 3 had it also. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, 1 Wait, is like pre-internet, yeah, no? Like... Uh, no, I think it's post-internet. Uh, no, no. No, yeah, yeah. 1 was in the days of you could play online with your friends still, okay, well, I believe. Well, 
Was it? Now you're making me wonder. No, yeah, it had to be because two was be. 2003, right? Or yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So one had to be in the 90s sometime. 90-something. Yeah. There was yeah. internet in the 90s. There was internet. Yeah. yeah. It was early, you mm-hmm. know, but it was the... Yeah, it dial up, but still. That one, but yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No. But yeah, so um, you should get it. and um, yeah, I kind of feel like it. Yeah. It's, because also, I don't really feel like... Like, I... I don't think I have the mental capacity at the moment to have a high engagement thing because mm. I'm I'm pretty engaged with the Star Wars role playing game, right. and I need to save most of the the, the intellectual juices for that. Mm-hmm. But something really mindless, yeah, something well, really not, like I just mean, just straight action. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like nothing too complex. Like I know Diablo's systems already, sort right, of. Right, you know? and I mean like you can figure. Yeah, it's not you don't have yeah. to think too deeply on the perks and stuff like mm. that. Like you know what you kind of are going for exactly and if i'm playing hardcore i'm gonna be dying all the time anyways so who cares mm-hmm. right like it's it's kind of so. yeah yep, yep, yep. Yep. i almost want to go home and buy it right now mm-hmm. although i know if i don't wait for boxing day it's gonna be it's gonna be a sale and yeah. <laughs> then i'm gonna kick so maybe myself. you should do a favor for the rest of the world and just buy it today to get that sale going <laughs> amazing <laughs> that's perfectly sound logic right there mm-hmm. um well i'll tell you what i've actually been playing which is Two games, Wanted Dead, which I rented from the library, and I did manage to finally play before I gave it back. Mm. It was two days before the due date, and I was like, you know what? I fucking downloaded this. I update. I put it in this the console. I, 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 I copied it to the hard drive. I got the update ready. Let me just try it. Boy, is that game awful. <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty much all I have to say about it. Fair enough. What initially attracted me to it, the sort of mood and tone of the art style of the cutscenes, mm-hmm. it, it, that, that is neat. That still appeals to me. The voice acting is awful. The script writing is pretty rough, too. But there was something about the vision of the world, like sort of a cyberpunk kind of cartoony world. Mm-hmm. I really dug the visual style. But once you, I mean, first of all, everything else in those cutscenes, like namely the English acting, the extremely cheesy like sexist kind of jokes that are just not funny and like don't land at all hmm. it's like very like crude like uh 60s like uh kind Attempt of uh, to be crude for the sake of being crude yeah it feels a little forced you know mm-hmm. like it just doesn't work you know and i don't know even in, in, in like the cyberpunk environment it's into uh and the voice acting's terrible uh, and then when you get in an actual mission oh my god i could not handle that i mean i don't like third person action games as a general statement right with the exception of all the FromSoft stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, or rather, it's like, it's one of my least favorite genres. I get into it when the games are incredibly good mm-hmm. or I have, like, friends who enjoy it. You know, the game Aliens Fireteam. Looking at that from the outside, I was like, I don't know if that's for me. Yeah, fair enough. But the game is so quality that, like, it doesn't matter. Well, know? also, it's the IP, right? Um, yeah, like, that, that helps a lot, too. That's a yeah. huge changer for me, anyways. Like, yeah, no, I for sure, for sure. absolutely yeah. never would have touched it yeah. if it wasn't Aliens. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, that makes sense. I have no yeah. interest. You yeah. know, like uh, same thing with World War God, Z. I love that game. I, I bought that because it was World War Z. I like the book. Makes sense. Um, yeah. Game, not so much. But yeah. you know, yeah. there's no fucking way I would have even <laughs> tried it if not for the book. You know, <laughs> totally, totally. But yeah, no. As soon as I actually played this, I mean, number one, third-person action game, which is like not my favorite style, and then it's just bad. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. just so so bad i made it through one hour and i was like that's all i can take okay got an hour i could at least say that i tried this game you know what i mean like i gave gave it a fair shake so that was terrible don't play wanted dead (laughs) do yourself a favor (laughs) Uh, thankfully i didn't pay any money for it i also played i wrote i wrote down that i played star wars star wars edge of the empire role-playing game i've talked about that already Uh, i also played lego fortnite and lego fortnite is not a bad game lego fortnite is a very good game it's also lego fortnite you know so you know I, i i don't have that much desire to play minecraft 
but it was totally cool and fine. And like, I mean, I, I played with my brother for like two hours, I think. Um, it was a totally enjoyable, polished sort of Minecraft game, basically. Okay, yeah. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it looked like to me. Th that's it. You know, there's really nothing more to say about it. Like, it's, I guess it's, in a way, it's a, oddly a little bit more action-focused than Minecraft. Okay. It's a little bit more about monsters attacking you, and the way, you can kind of tell with the game that the way they, the way they devoted their energy, um, like the building is not quite as refined and polished and well working as it is in Minecraft hmm. but the like basic like sort of like uh, attack physics are just slightly better fair enough so yeah. it feels a tiny bit more like a fun survival game mm -hmm. where you know you gotta dodge and like hit the monsters coming at you and it's a little kinetic and I, I kind of dig that myself yeah. Yeah. also everything everything about the game being Fortnite is just fucking horrible but and yeah. like it, it makes me want to want to you know there's a reason tie a noose around my there's neck there's a it's reason awful. it's free man <sighs> That is the reason why yeah. it's free. Yeah. Like the, and let me be more specific. Like the user interface of the app when I opened it up, I think it took me fifteen solid minutes to just figure out how to act what I thought I was looking at was a giant store for like maybe outfits or something. Mm. I couldn't figure it out. And then what I eventually realized was all these things I was looking at, they're actually individual games within the Fortnite app. It Whoa. was like pages of game yeah, it was like Oh my god, they're all games? Are you kidding? So then I real because I realized one of them, it's like the eighth one is Lego Fortnite. And mm. I'm like, oh, so I just click that, and sure enough, that's just the game. Hmm. But it's just like it's a giant wall of get it's like and it looks awful. Like it just everything about it. Like I couldn't I couldn't stand it. Hmm. But when I got in the game, <laughs> the game itself is totally fine. Unbelievable. Know? Uh so I mean, you know, it's kind of exactly what you would expect. I mean, it starts you all off as the exact same skin. That's annoying and it sucks, but also the game's free, right? Yeah. So you could look at it as, okay, the price of entry is uh, 10 bucks required to buy one skin. Mm -hmm. And then everybody looks different, and then everything's fine. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And you paid 10 bucks for a game, and you've got a perfectly functioning LEGO Minecraft. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, it, yeah. It's, it's not terrible. I mean, honestly, It's really good. Like, the game itself was very enjoyable. It, like, looked, it looked interesting. And, yeah. And it kind of pissed me off that it popped up on my fucking bar. Hot yeah, right? yeah. But that's the unfortunate realities of PS4. They don't do that to you on PS5. Why do they treat PS5 users so much bad? It's like I understand why, because you fucking paid a lot. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's like the extra no ads in Netflix. You know, you pay more, you don't get. I ads. guess. Yeah, I guess. This, they don't I know what you mean. Man. It's so annoying. Down your throat. Yeah, um, yeah. I could have completely forgotten about the fact that the hot bar would shove things in your mm. face on PS4 until I saw you get it, and I was like, oh man, yeah. But anyways, it looked cool. And, it's um, good, man. It's, it's good. nothing I want to play, but hey. Good for them. You know, Good even you everybody. would probably find something to enjoy just because it's I'm so sure. basic like and simple. Lego. I don't like Fortnite. I'm out. Fair. Um, I, I like other survival games that involve building and stuff. If I want to do that, I will play that. Um, totally, totally. And it's just like, no. One thing that's really cool about it, um, it is available on everything, I think. So, you know, PC, Xbox, it must be PlayStation, phone. Switch, probably, but like, I don't know. It has to be, dude. I don't know about the phone part, and not in terms of, I'm sure it's released on it, but um, I was about to say they're all cross-platform, mm -hmm. which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You no, know? That's the I, one. I don't, maybe the phone isn't, I don't know, you know. Yeah. But at least, you know, Xbox, PlayStation, that computer. Was, Fortnite was one game I could actually play with a buddy that had an Xbox. Yeah. Because he had Fortnite yeah. and uh, an Xbox, and he's like, oh, it's cross-plat. Yeah. I was like, yeah. fuck, I don't want to download this. But it's the only time I ever played it. And um, yeah. yeah, whatever, we played like four or five rounds and like by the end I was like yo this game I am so fucking done with this to thank god it was free yeah, exactly exactly <laughs> I mean the time it took me to download it was the worst 
part. Yeah. Like, I was just like, I wasted that much fucking time. Yeah, yeah, Either way, it was fun to just play with a friend, you know, but... Totally, totally. Kind of annoying also. You can't be in a party with them. Right. Yeah, that makes like, sense. Yeah. I, I believe there might be some in-game audio. They're probably... Oh, you mean like an in-game way to have a party? Yeah. Like yeah, I think I that you think can do that. there is in Diablo yeah. as well. And Diablo's cross-plat too, I'm pretty sure. Um, I doubt it. I could be wrong. I doubt it. I might be mixing up. Yeah, it's probably cross-save, but maybe not cross-plat for play. I don't know. Yeah, no, because... Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be really cool if it is. Oh, I'm pretty sure that uh, their buddy, Combs' buddy, had it on PC and they could play together. Huh. Uh, let's just see. Diablo 4 has cross-play. It does? Apparently it is. Yeah. yeah. PC, yeah, yeah. PS5, Xbox, PS4. Yeah. No, so, yeah. um, that is really That cool. is what he was talking about. Yeah. And um, so there, I, I feel like there's got to be an in-game chat thing. And there yeah, may there have very be. well been on yeah. Fortnite too. Anyways. But, I, um, if I could navigate the off... The interface really sucks. Yeah. You know, whenever you have to interact with like the, game, the apps functions, mm. it's rough. It's rough. I mean, hey, like it, it makes sense there's a learning curve because it's like an... Because of the nature of the fact that it's an app that has all these games inside it, it makes sense that the UI would be a bit of a nightmare, you know? Yeah. But uh, whatever. I mean, um, yeah, it's just it's, it's nice that it's cross-platform because it's like, male friend of the show, Mike, uh, was like, he's like, oh, yeah, cool, maybe I'll try it with you because uh, I told him that I was going to play it with, with, with my brother. And he's like, yeah, because I could play on the PlayStation and his son, Eddie, could play it on the Switch because it's hmm. cross-platform, right? And we could just all play together, which is really neat. You yeah, know? for so sure. That part is really nice. But, uh, Absolutely. I mean, listen... I gotta be honest. Would recommend. Mm -hmm. Like, if anybody wants a, a Lego Minecraft, like well, I would recommend. If you don't like, mind downloading it, it's free. Um, <laughs> there's know, really you don't nothing. Really have anything to lose. Yeah, just I mean, you know, like be a responsible consumer. Look at it as just it's however much it's however much money you want to spend under eighty dollars for a few skins. If that's one skin, it's ten bucks. If it's like you know three or four skins, it's maybe forty. I don't know oh. because it also you get more points, V bucks, whatever. If you spend a higher amount, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's like look at it as like oh, I'll pay for one skin and then I'll have a different looking character. Essentially, it's free at that point in time, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's really pretty. It's pretty reasonable. You know? yeah, yeah. And of course, you can get sucked in. You can spend tons of money, but that's like that with all live service games. For so, sure. You know, no surprises there. But uh, no, honestly, would recommend. Yeah. yeah. Very, very solid. So, yeah, I mean, that's really all I've been playing. Do you want to move on to the rapid fire? Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Uh, moving right on to the rapid fire. Insert machine gun sounds here. Number one, Loot River, PlayStation, and level editor announcement. This is a game that I... <laughs> Teague's shaking his head. For the, uh, for the non-video uh, viewing audience, which is everybody because we don't do that, mm -hmm. uh, is definitely shaking his head. Loot River, I think I talked about uh, maybe four to six months ago. Uh, probably mentioned... Uh, I just, I, the reason why I want to mention it now is because it has been out for a while. Um, I thought it looked kind of neat to begin with, but it, uh, I didn't realize it was coming out on PlayStation and all the, all the consoles, you know. So it's, uh, finally, like this level editor announcement, new trailer, they're adding level editing to the game. It also comes with the fact that it's going to release on consoles, and this was out today. Uh, well, I mean, the level editing, you know, that's neat if you're into that. I just care that it's coming out on consoles. Mm -hmm. you know? No, no, but I mean, if you want to make your own level, yeah. like, yeah. neat. Yeah, yeah, cool. and it can, yeah, so it can now have a whole bunch of user-generated content, which is like pretty interesting too. Yeah. Some people love that shit. You know, yeah. So I just couldn't care less about the actual game. Oh, fair, fair, but fair, fair. It's right up my alley. It's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. I so. see it as like top-down action game crossed with Tetris mechanics. I just think this is like whether it works. I mean, I'd have to play it. I have no idea, but I think that idea is just kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. You know? Uh, did you see in the advertisement how? My favorite is the first, if you want a cool trailer for Loot River, look up the launch trailer, which is not the one that just came out. Uh, the one that just came out is the specific level editing trailer, but the launch trailer has, 
it's one of the symphonies. It's scored to a really awesome classical hmm. symphony, and I just really, really dig it. But it has, like, they they showcase the mechanics in terms of, like, so you can shift the platforms always, right? Yeah, yeah. So he, like, shifts away from the enemy just as it's striking, and then shifts in to, to hit, him, hit him really quick, and hmm. then shifts back out again before he can hit him back. It's a weird mechanic that's, like, just a little different. Yep. But uh, I think, I, did, I dig the graphics. I think it looks like a, maybe a decent action game. So I've got my eyes on that, uh, and that's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I, will, I didn't even put this on the list, but I'll throw in here, too, since we're talking about indie games that just came out on console. I didn't know this, but Hammer Watch 2, the game that looks inc- even worse than Loot River, if you can, if you can imagine. Uh, Hammer Watch 2 is an insanely old-school pixel. It looks like it was made, like, 30 years ago. Okay. I think it looks awesome. It's like a... It's actually, honestly, it is Diablo in super low res, uh, old school form. Okay. Right? Um, but Hammer Watch 2 just came out on console like a few weeks ago, I think. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to give a quick shout out to that too because now that I noticed that, I was like, ooh, I might want to actually try that. We'll yeah, see. Yeah. Uh, that's a co op game too. So it's like the kind of thing where it's like maybe I could play with some, with some friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's it for that. Moving on to number two G- Geno Panic, official Steam trailer. This is a game that I had not previously heard about. It reminded me very strongly of Zeo Drifter, which is a game for 3DS, actually, that came out later on all the other consoles that I absolutely adored. I think it looks super cute and fun. I'm sure you do. <laughs> and that's really all I have to say about it. Go check out the trailer if you like. It is sort of like, um, how could I... Zeo Drifter is the best analogy, uh, but if you don't know that game, what does it look like? It looks like a... It's a 2D side-scrolling sort of Metroidvania-style thing. Very old-school NES look, or even Game Boy look, maybe. Um, pixel art graphics. I just think it looks decent. Mm-hmm. But uh, I never heard of it before, so I just want to give it a quick shout-out. Fair enough. Moving on to number three. Valve is banning Dota 2 players in the funniest way possible. Yeah, that is pretty funny. Did you see this? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. I don't usually like to talk about these kind of articles, but I just thought this was so incredibly hilarious. Mm-hmm. I'll read off the IGN article really quick. We've seen a number of in- ingenious methods of banning naughty players from video games over the years, but this latest attempt from Valve may be the funniest yet. Uh, Valve is on the warpath, clamping down on Dota 2 Smurf accounts. Do you know what a Smurf account is? Not even. Neither do I. In what is it is called a bloodbath, quote-unquote. As part of that, in the recently released Frostivus 2023 update, Valve is sending a surprise gift to Dota 2 Smurf accounts, even those belonging to professional players of the company's hugely popular, popular MOBA. What the unsuspecting recipients of the in-game gift, misleadingly described as a seasonal reward, fail to realize is it contains a highly toxic, quote-unquote, lump of coal that triggers a permanent ban. That's exactly what happened to Dota 2 Pro and streamer Mason uh, Vene, who was surprised to see his account banned after opening the gift from Valve in a clip now being widely shared online. This is in a tweet from uh, Richard Lewis, uh, which is a retweet of the guy who got his account banned. I'm just going to find the quote really quick of when exactly when he opens the item. Yeah, you have claimed a seasonal reward, highly toxic lump of coal. Your Dota account has been permanently banned for smurfing or other violations of the Steam Terms of Service. Um, permanently banned, okay. Permanently banned. This uh, tweet has been circulating online. Uh, Mason himself has been uh, pleading with, with Valve to lift his ban. Who really cares about that? He seems honest and sincere, but also who cares? Oh, no, um, fuck you. You don't get to... Oh, I... I... I don't cheat anymore. Uh, yeah. Fuck you. You cheated. You broke the shit. You don't get your account. I, I know what you mean. I know Suck what you it mean. Up, princess. So this news came from a blog post on Valve's website. I just wanted to read before we wrap up the one thing that I thought was hilarious. There's an official, yeah, the, the official messaging from Valve itself. I find this just kind of a, kind of a, a nice, uh, just a hilarious messaging. You might remember back in September, we got out the ban hammer and permanently banned 90,000 Smurf accounts. Valve continues in a, in a blog post update on their site. Since then, we've continued to invest in player behavior monitoring on both the manual and automatic analysis fronts. Over the last few weeks, we've engaged in an even more aggressive ban wave, including many tens of thousands of Smurf account bans today alone. 
At the International Player, some pro players reached out to talk to us about their Smurf accounts. Those conversations have continued, and there's broad agreement amongst pros that banning pro Smurf accounts is a win for Dota as a community. The rules should apply to everybody, and from now on, they will. And Smurfing isn't even the only naughty thing players are getting up to. Amongst other questionable choices, some bad actors are playing like jerks, ruining games, and losing behavior score because of it, then hiring behavior score farmers to drive it back up. The whole thing is so, you know, 1984 kind of. Yeah, that is a little different than, like, I mean, I guess, yeah, if you're constantly doing something that you're not supposed to, you know, like intentionally to fuck with people. Yeah. I feel like that's more on them to make that not a possibility. What do you mean, more on Valve to make it not a possibility to... Act shitty? You know, like, if you're not supposed to kill people while they're doing an event, make it so you can't. I think it's... Um, they said... Yeah, they say ruining games and losing behavior score. That's what I mean. Because so like, of playing like jerks. I don't know. No, but yeah. playing like jerks. That's like, I see what you mean. So yeah. Good question. Yeah. My thing is like, again, I, I, I trolled people in Red Dead. Yeah. And like, <laughs> yeah, so if you want it to stop, you just parlay and it's done. Right. You know, so they yeah. added a mechanic because that yeah. didn't used to be a thing. Maybe Dota 2 is a little bit too sort of hardcore to have those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I, I don't just, know. You know just, it's a really good question. To yeah. me, like, I get the... I, I don't even know what a smart account is, but the cheating stuff, I understand that. Yeah. The playing like jerks thing yeah. is... Yeah, 1984. It's a little... Yeah, little yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not playing how you... How we, yeah. we want you to play. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. I know what but you mean. I, I don't know exactly what the behavior they're referring to. Yeah, it, it, yeah just... I don't know. It's a hard to bit, know. It's a little hard bit to of a finer line there for me. I but, totally uh, see what you mean. Let me read the rest of this blog post. Regardless of how you've been naughty, we've been watching you. Not while you're sleeping, calm down, and we're cracking down on all of it. Punishments will be handed out for all of the above, including behavior score penalties, and in serious, and in serious cases, main account bannings. As we've said before, smurfing, brackets, and other negative behavior makes matters makes matches worse, and we want to make sure your matches are as good as possible as we head into the new year. So we'd like to wish everyone a happy Frostivus update, except smurf accounts, who we assume will not enjoy the update, as they choke on their richly deserved coal-flavored just desserts. Which I just <laughs> oh, think is hilarious. I guess maybe the bad behavior is like, fucking the boss for everybody else or so, like doing something that ruins uh, the game mode for other people maybe? yeah hard to know or something like yeah, that like, yeah. I don't know that I kind of can see you know with our limited knowledge about Dota it's kind of impossible to, yeah you know, really I don't yeah, know yeah. anything about it it's mostly just the official company messaging from Valve that I just mm-hmm. really really appreciate because yeah, it's no, hilarious it's it's and funny. you know I wish other people would you know, sort of like have a bit more of a light approach to st- like you know they're playful. not be more playful, playful in the yes you know like yeah. Um, yeah. yeah 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 like less dry you know like you don't have to always be super dry and political it's yeah, like you computer can just, just like you know what i mean automated voice you have been yeah you know, yeah yeah exactly so, has been deleted i just kind of i really appreciate the playfulness yeah you know? no that is funny as hell yeah yeah anyways uh moving on to number four the last of us multiplayer game canceled we'll focus on single player games going forwards uh i got savage in and i'll read a quick snippet here uh, Naughty Dog has stopped development on The Last of Us Online, its troubled attempt to create an online version of the, mo- of the popular franchise. Studio says it would have needed to put all of its resources into post-launch content for years to come, and that approach would have severely impacted its ability to develop f- future single-player games. You mean developing an online game would mean you'd need to continue to work on it? <laughs> Obviously. Like, yeah. I well, I think what they're trying to say is more that... I mean, yes, you're right. Um, and I think what they're trying to say is that they perhaps underestimated how much work would it would take how much of the uh, the the entire studio exclusively perhaps would need to go onto this Hmm. 
they I think they maybe thought that they could do it on not really like Destiny where it becomes the entire studio, but right. like more as a side project where mm. it's also, you know, let me finish reading the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, we'll, yeah, come, we'll come back to this, we'll come back to this because you have a good point. We realize many of you have been anticipating news around the project that we've been calling The Last of Us Online. There's no easy way to say this. We made the incredible, diffi- incredibly difficult decision to stop development on that game, Naughty Dog said in a statement on their blog and on Twitter. Studio knew that fans of The Last of Us Faction's multiplayer community would be upset with the news and wanted to provide some context as to why it chose to stop development. The multiplayer, the multiplayer team has been in pre-production with this game since we were working on The Last of Us Part Two, cre- crafting an experience we felt was unique and had tremendous potential, explained Naughty Dog. As the multiplayer team iterated on their concept for The Last of Us Online during this time, their vision crystallized, the gameplay got more refined and satisfying, and we were enthusiastic about the direction in which we were headed. In ramping up to full production, the massive scope of our ambition became clear. To release and support The Last of Us Online, we'd have to put all of our studio resources behind supporting post-launch content for years to come, severely impacting development on future single-player games. So we had two paths in front of us, become a solely live-service game studio, or continue to focus on single-player narrative games that have defined Naughty Dog's heritage. That's all I'll say. Um, that's pretty much all the news anyways. Yeah. But to come back to what you were saying, I think that it's possible, I mean, I don't know, but there's the behind-the-scenes stuff too in terms of like, because this studio is owned by PlayStation, mm. right? It's a first-party-owned PlayStation studio. Um, and that's funny. Do we know, because it's kind of like how much of the decision-making is, is fully up to them mm-hmm. in terms of what to develop. Right. right? Know, they I might know. have just been told to do this a long time ago because it's yeah. like... I mean, Sony has had all that messaging in the past several years about like, oh, you know, there's like those like 30 live service games they're working on or something. There's some number of like, we're, we're, we're massively investing into the live service sort of, okay, you yeah. know, zone. So maybe they were kind of, maybe it was yeah. suggested to them in a way that they couldn't really refuse. Mm-hmm. And maybe the sort of the people who were making those kind of decisions that were outside of them thought that they could do it without, you know, putting the entire studio on it kind of thing. And then they realized at this point in time that like, Okay, the, the execs that actually asked for that are like, oh, I see what it means now. Maybe that's not the best idea. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who knows, right? But, uh, I mean, I'm personally happy because I think that, you know, their strength lies in... Not that I didn't want to see a Last of Us multiplayer game. I, I did. I, I, I actually did. You did want to see it or yeah. you didn't? No, I definitely did. Yeah, I thought it was... I thought it sounded like it could be interesting. Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that one thing that is unfortunate is that and I will not claim credit for these ideas myself. I heard this on the Sacred Symbols podcast when they were discussing the same the same uh, news headlines. Colin on that show pointed out that it's kind of a shame in this day and age that we can't just have a game because they say you know to make it uh, we'd have to support it for years to come. It's kind of like you know they could still if the game itself is not bad, can't they just release it and then not? supported for years to come you know what i mean like couldn't you just release a a multiplayer game that maybe is good today and yeah maybe without support it won't be good six months from now but like does it even have to be you know what i mean because it's like we used to live in a world where you would just oh in a world i I sound like a, a trailer narrator we used to live in a world where you could just make a multiplayer game and it didn't have to be changing six months from now yeah you know like it was okay to just release a multiplayer game and you just leave it after it comes out if people enjoy it, great. Keep playing it as long as you want. Mm. We're moving on to something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's kind of, it's almost a shame that like they feel the need to like make it a full life service game because that's not necessarily required. Yeah. You know? No, I'm with you. Um, so anyways, I mean, I, I agree with you. I'm kind of like, I'm sad that I won't get to see it. Uh, even if I wasn't going to play it, I just, I mean, the company is a good company. I'm curious I might have to see. played it. I mean, if it was a, I might have too. I mean, I mean uh, I did the last, the last of us was amazing. And, yeah, it um, was. Yeah. No, totally. I didn't play the second one, but the first one was dope as hell. Yeah. Uh, an online version of it like shit yeah yeah I mean 
Yeah, no, totally. Especially because it sounds like it was in pretty good state, you know. Mm -hmm. So I can only imagine it was like probably pretty close to being ready. And they were really just like, yeah, but the problem is if we release this, then we're, we're, we're locked into supporting it for like ad infinitum. That's a bummer. It is a bummer, yeah. So, I oh mean, well. I think it's not just you. I think it's a bummer for a lot of people. Too bad, but at least, hey, the studio's not closing or anything. Right. They're just going to focus on the things that they actually know that they can make well. Fair enough. Uh, and that's fine. You know, like maybe they should. You know, I, yep. I I can only assume that they sort of know what's best for them. I guess so. I'm with um, you. That's it. Yeah. But uh, moving on to number five, can't remember. Yeah, mm -hmm. moving on to number five. E3 is dead for good. <laughs> Do I even bother reading the news on this one, Teague? I wouldn't. I think that's just good enough. No? It pretty much does it. Yeah. I mean, what, we, wait, wait, where does it say? What article is this? We for? have an official statement from this is off IGN, but the statement comes officially from the ESA, which is the company behind E3. Statement on their Twitter Twitter page. After more than two decades of E3, each one bigger than the last, the time has come to say goodbye. Thanks for the memories. So long. Thanks for all the fish. And that's it. I think goodbye. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. You know that burial <laughs> shit? <laughs> uh, what do they call it? A funeral march? Yeah, I don't even know, man. But anyway. Viking yeah. funeral? Let's say goodbye. You know? it's, uh, all right. it's time to say goodbye. I mean, peace. they've been struggling for a long time, and we've clearly, even if they wanted to come back at some point in time, and they sounded like they kind of were trying to, in the time that passed without it for so long, it's sort of been supplanted by kind of, for better or for worse, the BGAs. Mm. You know, it's sort of the new E3. Yep. There's IGN's Summer of Gaming. That's kind of like E3. Um, so, you know, uh, th other things took its place while it was gone anyways. It's right? run its course. So it's it. run its course. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, moving on. Let's do it. Moving on to number six. Follow TV series VGA trailer out. I mean, I just put, I threw this in here because uh, I actually completely forgot. Uh, mm -hmm. That follow TV uh, teasers happened when we did the VJ's episode. And we didn't talk about it, right? We didn't mention it at all. I don't. I mean, I don't think so. Yeah. I, okay. Well, either yeah. way, surprised. Looks, looks kind of uh, cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm down. Um, I don't really have much to say about this other than it, I think it looks fantastic. I'm just happy know. that they're doing a fallout. I've always wanted this. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's all yeah. I'm gonna say. <laughs> you know, ironically, I feel like the trailer they released. Um, I I assume you've seen this one too, but there's a teaser trailer they released on December second five days before the Game Awards happened, that was like slight, it's almost the same trailer, but it's slightly different. And I actually like this one even better than oh. the one they showed at the VGAs. But they're very similar though. Um, I mean, yeah, I just think it looks amazing. I don't know. It I looks don't, good, uh, looks good quality. I am, um, sh I'm shocked by how good it looks mm -hmm. personally, but. I'm very pleased because it is a franchise too, I've man. always wanted to see. I know? fucking can't wait. I thought like, you honestly. could make a show. You could make a, a yeah. You could make a show. You could make a series of movies. You could you could make anything with this. It's endless. It's a very ripe uh, world and like and sort of you know mm -hmm. yeah. No, it's got a really nice tone. It's got a really nice environment, visual design. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't wait. Yeah. I have to say, I'm happy they didn't make it like ten years ago. You know, like yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Like, I feel like yeah. it's it's time now. You know, it can yeah. be done. Well, no. Yeah, maybe. maybe maybe this is our Star Wars. It's like vaguely similar. It's, you know, it's got sort of high. It's like high tech stuff, but like you know. We'll see. I mean, it's action, and it's like hey, you know what? That's a bad comparison. But it, I, I think what I'm trying to say is that like, I am super bummed by everything Disney has been doing lately with Star Wars, and this looks like something that's fun and like sort of sci-fi fantasy. That's sort of new in a sense, in the sense that it just hasn't been done on the screen before. Yeah. And that's great. I'm, I'm super, like, I'm super stoked for somebody to take over the reins of, like, yeah, do more sci-fi fantasy stuff yeah. that doesn't totally blow. You know? No, this is going to be a show, right? Not a movie? Yeah, this is going to be a show. Okay, yeah. You know, now that I say that, I actually don't. I, I, yeah. Series, is it going to be a show? I just assumed it has to be a show. Yeah, TV series. Okay. Right? Yeah. yeah. Not, not a film. Makes sense. So great. Yeah. 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 Super down. Yeah. Yep. 
anyway. yeah, that's really all I have to say. Fair that. enough. Yeah. yeah, trailer was just as amazing as the as the the teaser trailer on the second, and uh, we, yeah, we just. I don't know why, but I completely... I knew about it at the time, but just completely forgot to bring it up. Mm-hmm. Moving on to number seven? Yeah. Number seven, wave of PlayStation Network accounts permanently suspended for unknown reason. We won't get too far into this. There isn't even that much to say, but basically on December 5th, a bunch of news came out where a bunch of different users on PlayStation were reporting that their accounts had been permanently banned for unknown reasons. It was only stated that there was violations of terms of service. That's it. Most of the accounts got reinstated afterwards. Like, I think the vast majority of them have. I don't even know if there are any that remain. Like, it seems to have been some sort of glitch. Hmm. But the disturbing thing here, from my perspective, and, you know, you can chime in afterwards, please, uh, is that is that there was no official messaging from Sony on this whatsoever. And that kind of level of unaccountability for your storefront should be... I want... I mean, I don't know if this is extreme or not, but in my opinion, it should be illegal. Like, because they just straight up didn't say anything about this. Yeah. Everyone's account, they, all these people's accounts who were affected were just banned. They were there was no method of recourse. There was no like you know uh, call us if you want to, you know if you want to uh, nego- if you think it's like been unfair. Yeah. It was just straight up your account's banned. Just go ahead and create another account if you want, and that's it. Yeah, and you no official access, messaging. People have most of their games digitally. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. So you can't access the library. Yeah. You lose all of your games. Yeah. Imagine yeah. you have five hundred games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this could happen anytime. Like, yeah, like if you can't prove to individual users that there was a, an egregious violation of terms of service that is really on the level that would that you would imagine that something that a reasonable person would imagine yeah, this like, to be appropriate for like doing something fucking vile and like, doing something horrible. I mean, you'd have to. I don't know. In don't my opinion, what, it would it should be something like you have to like hack Sony or something. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, like you have share, to fuck with the maybe company. share child porn or something. You know, like, uh, then okay, yeah, I could, I could Even see that. Even that? I mean, that is heinous. But as far as I'm concerned, like, just ban the people from social stuff. You know what I mean? Like, why does that have to... Like, why should that have... I'm just saying as a Why reason, should behavior have anything to do with what you've purchased? It's weird. Oh, no, you know? no, I'm just saying, like, kick them off the fucking service altogether. Like, delete that account because that account has shared child porn, right? Like... Yeah, I mean, I guess that that makes sense because it's like, well, there would be... I mean, the person committed an, an other... In, in the an exterior world. Crime. Yeah, in the exterior world, a criminal crime. Through right? their so that, service. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, but I guess part of the aspect that makes this disturbing for me is, like, as an example... I was di- I did some digging about this, and I came across this was unrelated to this specific news ep- uh, news article. But I found someone else who had been permanently banned for calling someone the N word uh, in like a chat, and I get how that's a big problem. But the thing that I thought was weird was like, so this person what country? I mean, I assume here. I don't know. Uh, basically, well, like what, someone was sorry. calling someone else the N word in like a chat, well, and then the person reported them. Yeah. Yeah. And then the person reported them. As a result of this, uh, they were banned for, I'm assuming, I don't know, like uh, inappropriate language, uh, I would assume is what they call it. But I, and, and I don't think that's, um, like, I, th- I do kind of think that those things should be taken seriously. That's not what I'm, what I'm trying to say here. It's more that, like, wait, like, so, so the fact this person gets banned for bad behavior with other humans, which, like, the problem is bad behavior with other humans. That's why they get banned. Problematic behavior with other humans. But that also comes with they lose every single thing they've ever... Per- like, to me, that's the weird part. Mm-hmm. Is, like, it's... 
Because why shouldn't, like, because I get uh, responding, um, you know, uh, taking the ban hammer down hard on somebody like that. That kind of makes sense to me. But from my perspective, it's like, well, they should just be banned from all the social stuff. Yeah. Like, you, just ban them from all yeah, the online you, shit. You, you know, you like, be seizing their entire library. Yeah. Like, there's a bit of a difference between, like, because it's like banning them from the service at large is like, so they also lose the thought. It's like we come to your, <laughs> like, you insult somebody. Uh, you call them a, a really inappropriate racial slur, and someone comes to your house and like takes all your electronics that you bought at the store. Well, you know, it's just we kind of weird. Close to jail in the UK, that you do go to jail. Right. Um, I mean, I guess what I'm Facebook just thinking message. is like, sure, um, sure. Like, serious. They'll come into your house and arrest you. Um, that's some serious 1984 shit. Yeah, yeah. This is on another level. Like, but this is different whether or not specific language you know doesn't does not deserve xyz punishment i'm uninterested in talking about right mm -hmm. but it's like you just imagine it as like like take the sort of um you know the the any any sort of racial or discrimination against specific groups aspect out oh, yeah. and just imagine it's like you know coarse language towards somebody yeah, right yeah, yeah. that they feel is inappropriate and then they complain then you get banned whether that's appropriate or not, you know, you can argue with Sony, I guess, who knows, right? It's mm. like, in a lot of cases, I think it's probably not, but they have to police their own social spaces. I get that. Like, they feel the need to. But it's like, yeah, I see that as like, I insult somebody on the street or, or like, I, 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 I don't know, I, t I tell somebody, somebody to F off and like, they don't like it. And then the police come to my house and like take, your shoes. take the electronics I bought from them or something. <laughs> it's just like, it's yeah, a little yeah. bit of a, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like how do these things, these things should not be linked. It's no. like, that's fucking weird. And it's like the idea that, you know, and to come back to the news article, the idea that you could get banned and Sony has sort of like no fiduciary obligation to even make an official statement about why you got banned. Mm. And it's like, like if I got banned, I would suddenly lose, I don't know, like three thousand dollars worth of purchased merchandise mm -hmm. it's like if i had the impression that sony had the capacity and ability to just randomly remove my three thousand dollars of purchases whenever they felt like it for no apparent reason i don't think i'd spend money on their ecosystem you know what i mean like that's disturbing like mm -hmm. well, i don't that know that was just... one of my main issues with going digital like, yeah that's why yeah. i like actually having the game you know, um, I never thought about this shit until you see things like this, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, and you know, who knows? Maybe these people did heinous, horrible right? things. Yeah. It's just, why the fuck wouldn't Sony say that then? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, just get it, get in front of this oh, shit. Have they, some messaging. Maybe they were spies, and it was some some spy shit that they were sending <laughs> back and forth and coded. Yeah. And then a government yeah. found out, and they had to shut them down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was yeah. like we're banning the account because. Dude. The, Israeli government told us to. <laughs> um, Who the fuck knows, <laughs> dude, man? I have no idea. Yeah, no, it's like, just like... And it's like, you know, just to, to make sure before we close up this little segment, it's like, let's not lose the plot, right? Like, I said a bunch of stuff. The only thing that's actually important for me here is the fact that, so that Sony has no obligation to make a statement about yeah, this. Yeah, no, definitely. That's definitely. insane. Yeah. Like, I think removing people's purchases with no explanation should be illegal. That's my personal opinion. It probably is. It depending where should you are. be. Yeah, I mean, if it's... Yeah, I don't I mean, these... But it, it may also be in the terms of service. Yeah, but you, it's like, it should you know, be unenforceable then, right? just click. Yeah. And like, yeah, you agreed to that. The like, same uh, bullshit, like... But it's like, you know, we regularly um, brush past those things in courts of law with like, you know, in things that we're used to, right? Like, it's like, there's a lot of... Because like, that contract law stuff is complicated. Because it's like, there's things we agree to all the time that are blatantly illegal, that are completely unenforceable in a court of law, right? Oh, yeah. And I'm sure this, pro this, like, this should fall into that category. Uh, I would but think, yeah. whether or not it does because of how it's handled today, who knows? I think you know? it depends on the country you're in. It's, there's conventions, right? Yeah. It's like, so, 
It, it certainly should, though. I don't know. It's mm -hmm. just it's really just the fact that uh, this happened and PlayStation made no statement about it. That's that's, yeah, yeah. that's this is the problem for me. You know, uh, like, I'm with you. Bad behavior, good behavior aside, it's like they should just be at least forced to give a reason yeah. so that the public can inspect that reason. Give a phone number. And you know? be it's like, like, yeah, give us a call. We'll right? explain why you're banned. Um, yeah, weird. Yeah, It is. And a very, I would say, uncharacteristic behavior for the company from what I've seen of PlayStation yeah. as, as a follower of them for quite some time. Right? To me, it's like, scary. Yeah. It is. But, uh, it is. Yeah, it, and it's, it was not super widely reported uh, or, re or rather it was reported but it didn't get a lot of buzz. Right. And I feel like it maybe should have a closer inspection. Mm -hmm. Maybe a bit of, you know, pressure applied to Sony for this? I don't know. Anyways, mm -hmm. that's all I have to say about it. Yeah, fair enough. Anything else for you? No. Moving on to last but not least, number eight, Capcom confirms more Resident Evil remakes are coming. This would be probably one of our headline news items, if not for the fact that the news is so incredibly small. Hmm. But very, very small official update from Capcom. Uh, this comes directly from IGN. Uh, they were at a PlayStation Partner Awards event in Japan, uh, and uh, where they participated and translated this by IGN Japan. Uh, and this is a quote from Resident Evil 4 remake director Yasuhiro Anpo saying the company will announce its next Resident Evil remake in due course. Yes, Anpo replied when asked if Capcom wants to make wants to keep making Resident Evil remakes. We've released three remakes so, so far, and they have all been received very well. Since it allows a modern audience to play these games, it is something that I'm happy to do as someone that loves these older games, and we want to continue doing more. What game we will remake in the future is something that we would like to announce in the future, so please look forward to it. <laughs> um, and that's basically all there is. Uh, now, games this could be, uh, things that haven't been remade, 2, 3, and 4 have been. Uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica has not been remade. Resident Evil Zero, the first Resident Evil on PC, has not been remade. I, my personal opinion is that since the ones they just did were two, three, and four consecutively, that we will get five. I hope so. I will That's knock, what I want. I will knock on every substance that could even remotely be wood in the basement area. I, that's what I want. I just want five. That's Dude, all. I mean, please. That was the most... Please. I, I think that was the most fun I ever had in a Resident Evil experience, just because me and a buddy couch co-opted it. And it was just, like, so fucking epic. Yeah. You know? Like, I loved the first one. Don't get me wrong. I loved the second one. Um, but the fifth was on another level, you know? With the exception of my of a friend of the show, Joel, you're the only person who agrees with me on the love for Resident Evil 5, I think. Mm. That, that really loves it. I mean, not that I... I, and I know people who like it, mm. but that value it that... Because I feel the exact same way as you. It was a steady upward slope that was just going up and up and up and up and up. I didn't think it could go any higher after four, mm. and then five was like, no, it could go higher, and I didn't even realize it because it, it's an. And they they did something that Starbucks did right when they reinvented the sort of when they made they created a need for like fancy coffee mm. and then delivered it. It's like five did the same thing. It created a need that I didn't think existed yep. for co-op yep. that I would not have said would was appropriate for that game before right. if you'd asked me. You know, mm -hmm. they both created that need and delivered it in like hundred percent, and it was beautiful. It was beautiful. I think, yeah. I think it had to do also with, you know, probably age, time, when it came Maybe. out, yeah. mood, you know, who knows, yeah. but yeah. any which way, that it was a perfect storm, I loved it, I would love to see a new one. A lot of critics, journalists, pundits, uh, say about Resident Evil 5 that I hear a common thread that part of the reason why it's less res well-respected than it should be is that they felt that it just felt... It felt wrong for them in the sense that it felt like an action game all of a sudden, and like it left the survival horror roots. And I think I understand, like I understand logically what they're saying, mm -hmm. or, or rather intellectually what they're saying, but I never felt that way about the uh, game. It, I still had proper horror. Like me I, too. I was. It was definitely more action packed. Yeah. But 
I was fucking stressing. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I never understood uh, sort of what they meant by that stuff because for me it was a completely natural progression of like and it never felt like a different game. It felt like it felt like a perfect continuation of four for me. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, didn't even get into four, honestly. It was good, man. It was good. Yeah. I mean if you if you were gonna play that today, play the remake, obviously. Well um, yeah. But, um, okay. although even the original four, it's like I think it's probably still not that bad. I tried it at one point when it was like okay. I don't know. I think I maybe on Maybe on PS4 I played because it was a PS3 game, right? Yes. Um, so yeah, originally a GameCube game, but yeah, PS3. Okay, yeah. so I might have tried it at one point and just been like, yeah, I don't feel like playing an old game, you know? Um, totally. But yeah. yeah, I mean, we're gonna talk about this later when we record our next episode. It's gonna be it's gonna be right after for us, but it'll be two weeks later for you guys. Um, but yeah, I mean, Resident Evil 4 remake. I realized as, as I was doing my list that like IGN gave it a ten. Well. And like it sounded really good, you know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, honestly, like yeah, like if you if you ever have a craving to play, it's the kind of game that will probably it's going to be going on sales soon, you know, because it's been out for a while. Yeah. But man, I'm out of the the horror vibe really Fair. for the most part. I mean, um, yeah, the um, yeah. I mean, I guess Aliens Fire Team kind of has a horror ish aspect. A little bit, yeah. Um, Survival horror. Same yeah. with like Hunt. Yeah. But, uh, totally. I haven't yeah. played that for a while and yeah. uh, I, I don't know I'm just kind of out of the horror mood these days so fair yeah. we'll see yeah Maybe I just day. I mean I just yeah I a little part of me is gonna die when they announce it if it's not five mm. <laughs> you know what I mean like and I, I don't blame them if they don't want to do five the other ones are very well respected you mm-hmm. know like I they don't resonate with me as much but listen yeah, sure. like also people who, who people who five is their favorite they're definitely in the minority. Mm. You know? So, and it, it is my favorite. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. Well, man. Yeah, out of out of everybody I know, I like. Well, I haven't asked the question. What's your favorite to that many people? But you know, you Mo. I mean, Jazz never really played them. I don't think. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that many people that did play them. Whose favorite isn't five? Yeah. You know? like, yeah. It's almost like I mean I think like seven made me. This is a completely different game, right? Like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's it's okay to have like to like seven so much because they're so vastly oh absolutely you know fir- first time they go in a completely different direction, but it's like it's like one in five you can exactly. enjoy one yeah but like it doesn't just because you or at least five one in five are the same perspective though right bad, like you know? yeah. they're the same perspective yeah, yeah, yeah. the same like the fundamental type of game it is has not changed just refined and like expanded on you know yeah a lot but a lot still but still I mean it's because because seven was like not only is it a complete perspective shift? Yeah, well, it's also no, like pacing. Five, pacing is different. Five, the camera change is different from one, right? Like one had a lot of weird camera angles for yeah. puzzle shit yeah. that I don't remember in five. But that's just because of the um, the time they were developed. Okay, it's because of like the evolution of the systems. Right. Like I don't think they could do it like they did in five, in one. If that makes sense. Like they they lacked the technology. Oh the, yeah, the yeah, programming yeah, yeah. capability. Totally, totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was ancient. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have the fixed camera angles in one. Mm-hmm. You know. I just remember that first zombie coming up, and then it cuts to you. Yeah. And it's like you see yourself looking, but you can't see the zombie yet because yeah. the wall is in the way. And yeah. Just... The perspective changes suddenly, and mm-hmm. he's invisible now, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of because mm-hmm. he's in the yeah, other. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know he's getting up. But yeah. Like, God damn it! Like I can't see shit. Which is yeah. cool in its own right, you know. It's very neat. <laughs> but feels. Um, Somewhat intentional. Um, yeah, but actually, yeah. <laughs> like they really want to 
give you a little jolt. You know, oh, yeah, know. totally, totally. They knew what they were doing. I think so, yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways, I mean, here's hoping. Yep. You know, we can keep, we can keep our, our fingers crossed. Yep. So we'll sign off for now. Uh, that's uh, episode 82. Will this be Hope you enjoyed or after it. Christmas? This is going to be... On Christmas? I believe it's on Christmas Day. All right, well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Wait, is Hanukkah at the same time as Christmas? I think it's I don't started already. Started already. I believe. I'll I just say happy Christmas. Happy non-denominational holiday day. Yeah, just, uh, <laughs> no, I'm saying Merry Christmas. Fuck that noise. Merry Christmas. Coming out on Christmas Happy day. holidays. Merry Christmas. It is, man. It is. Yeah, yeah. And cool uh, listen, we'll see you in two weeks with the continuation that we're going to do right now, but you will hear a little bit later. Mm. So please stand by. <laughs>